Welcome to Life in Limboland, a podcast about how to navigate life as a millennial. We'll be going through everything from love, relationships, finance, career, family, friends, health, how to live your best life. You know me, I'm Tiffany. I love everything about dating, relationships, being cute, and just, you know, doing everything to thrive. And now we're introducing a new co-host, London. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm London. I'm a life coach dedicated to helping you get to the root of your most authentic self. And I can't wait for our future discoveries. I also have my master's in clinical psych, so we should get pretty analytical and uh, fun on this podcast. Let's get into it. So, girl, Tiffany, please describe to me why you have this interesting look on your face. Right I'm now. like smiling weirdly because <laughs> I have this question that I've been pondering in my life, and also something that I think a lot of girls are dealing with that I talk to. Okay. Is that growing up, you always think you're supposed to be with a certain type of guy. And so, like, when you got on these dates, you're kind of like ch- scouting for this guy. And I wonder know? where that comes from, right? Growing I mean, up, you're yeah. supposed to be with a certain kind of guy. Okay. Does that come from you or does that come from your family or what does that come from? I think it just comes from my lifestyle, even. Like, I picture myself with this person who has the same religion as me and has the same kind of friends as me and has a good job like me and is powering through life. And like, we're both power players and killing it. Like that's always what I thought my partner would be like, like okay, this Jewish power player who's <coughs> I'm dying <laughs> kind of dorky, but like also like cool. <coughs> We've had to redo this podcast three times <laughs> since you've been coughing up a lung, not wanting to talk about this subject. Um, Basically I'm dying, but <laughs> I think like that's... Tiffany, can I interrupt you? No. Yes. Okay. Basically, before we had to redo this podcast, you said that you wanted to, that you struggled with wanting to date either the guy who checks all the boxes and you know you're not supposed to do that versus... Versus the guy that you have fun with. Okay. Now, I want to say something. I think it's good to actually check boxes. Okay. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But what a lot of people miss is... They don't understand that, A, you need to check boxes, and then you need to have fun with them, too. You need Uh, to be able to have both. How do you find someone that has both? Because in my life, it's always been, like, the one who checks all the boxes doesn't have that. And Mm -hmm. then the one who – I mean, he – like, both of – like, when I think about it, like, they check different boxes. Right. You're going to cough again. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Is that, like – They check certain boxes, but, like, I haven't found anyone who, like, checks all the boxes and... Has that magic thing. Yeah, and it's, like, you can sit and talk to them for hours and you feel like it's easy. It's effortless. As much as you're going to hate me for saying this, because it's probably the cliche answer, and it's not this, like, long-winded, let's get to the conclusion, you just haven't met the right person then. Because you're probably feeling like you want to blend both of them together and make one. Yeah. The reason why you keep meeting two separates of what you're looking for um, is because I think that you're supposed to get comfortable with what you really want. A lot of people, life keeps asking them. Which is what? What do you mean? No, life keeps asking you the same questions because you're not learning the lesson. It's like, it's like, stop thinking that you have to either find someone that checks all the boxes or you have to be with the other extreme, like a wild guy who who you have all this fun with. Yeah. The reason why you keep meeting two 
opposites like this is because you're supposed to really be okay with the fact that you're attracted to both of those qualities all the checklist stuff plus the fun stuff equally which yeah. is why you're equally torn look at my face well i think like what i do is like 75 25 like i put 75 percent into checking all the boxes and then 25 percent into like oh i also have a good time like whenever my friends uh, i think you want to believe that but really if that was the case I think that's my go, problem you'd go with the 75 but the real truth is you're putting 60 percent in the one who checks all the boxes and you're putting 20 percent in the one that you have fun with making it an any 80 20 ratio which is what you actually need if you want to pick one person you want them to meet 80 percent of your needs okay so you're having 60 percent with this one guy yeah that checks the boxes and 20 percent oh my with the god other. that's so true and i and i'm right because you wouldn't be torn if the, if the other one was really 75 can i tell you something Sorry. i think my biggest thing is that i have a different personality with the like the two different types of no, guys. No, 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 no. I do. Reframe you. No, they bring out different sides of you. Oh. You don't have a different personality. They bring out the different facets of you. Why do you think, why do you think it's so different though? Because human dynamics. I mean, that's why I studied psychology. It's so freaking fascinating. It's a soft science. You don't know why. Oh. Maybe part of them makes you feel comfortable and familiar at, like you were at home. And so it, yeah. it's, it triggers that and maybe another part of them brings out this wild forbidden part of yourself that you never al were allowed to discover or explore through home because you had to be a good Persian little girl yeah you know what I mean okay you don't know but I think also like when they're not Jewish this might be a controversial thing to say I like care less about what they think you're not as filtered therefore you're more of yourself yes and then i have more fun whereas if they're jewish and they meet all the boxes i'm like trying to be this perfect girl that like i'm so nervous all the time and trying to like you're not yourself i'm trying to control the situation there you go i'm gonna snap for that Ooh. thank you that oh means, my god that means that maybe step away from trying to control the situation but it's almost like you want it to work out so perfectly, but the irony is real love is imperfect mm -hmm. and someone is going to fall in love with those imperfections. So right. someone is going to find your silliness or your spilling mustard or whatever it is that you want to be perfect at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like your goofiness, they're going to fall for that. So, I mean, I would say, I don't know if it's, Maybe don't ask the guys about their religion when you start dating I them know. and psych yourself well, out. The problem with online dating is that you get these resumes before you freaking go on the date. So it's like you already know all these things. So it's kind of hard because you go into the date like, oh, like I this person is what like your thought of them is. It's kind of like you don't even ask those questions anymore to learn those things because you already know like, oh, you went to this college and you like wrote this paper and you have, you know. But you know what? Stuff. You know what? So many people build up stories about people yeah. in their heads before they meet them that are so inaccurate. So inaccurate. And even if you have a whole resume, what you think you know about somebody is based off a stereotype anyway. Right. Because look at me. I'm Jewish. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were, if someone were to get my online dating resume without me saying I'm into women, yeah. pretty much, they would totally think that, okay, I'm Jewish, I'm Persian, I probably come from a really conservative family. They would never guess that I celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. They would never guess that I'm super freaking open-minded. Yeah. Right? They, they probably would automatically think I have my doctorate degree because mm -hmm. I'm 31 and I should by now. You get what I'm saying? I feel like you, like, 
practically do with like how wise you are. Thank you. I guess I have my PhD in life. Yeah, you know? in life for sure. But they would assume all these things about me and they would assume I'm highly materialistic or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love going to Persian fundraisers just to find my match and not for the cause. Oh my you get God. It? Ah, like, you just put every Persian girl on blast with sorry. that statement. No offense guys. You know, it's true. Yeah. Anyway, but the point is like, it's unfair to you to build the stereotype because you might actually meet an outlier. Right. Like me, the reason why me and you vibe when we mm-hmm. met, we're not like yeah. your typical. Yeah, we're not like a typical. So why don't you, rem- like, when you read that stuff, tell yourself, you know what, it's just a story I'm telling myself. There's a high probability that they fit the stereotype, but there's always the chance that they don't because I don't. Yeah. So why don't I go into this with That's an open true. mind? That's true, I don't. And I don't want anyone to judge me for, like, my resume. Yeah. I want people to, like, see my personality and like me for me. You're right. Okay, so I How think would you like it? Oh, here's this Persian Jewish girl. I like, know. She uh, probably is just, like, like... From Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like, it's, like, the worst. People already have, like, this stereotype, like, oh, she wants me to, like, take care. Like, literally, I went on this date, and the guy was like, oh, so you, you were probably just looking to meet the guy so get married have babies and like chill at home and go shopping while he works and i'm like i freaking hate how like guys have this stereotype of like persian jewish girls and you know what would be fun because if i were you on a dating website i would put not your typical persian jewish girl but every <laughs> persian jewish girl says that and it's like a running joke with like Guys, like, oh, yeah, like, every girl says they're not your typical Persian True. Jewish girl. Well, mm-hmm. I think, like, because they are changing, like, now we have, like, so many successful Persian Jewish women, like, Persian True. Jewish women, like, Persian women in tech. And, like, yeah, they don't need to rely like on their husband. Yeah, and, like, I think people are seeing that. Like, I went out with this other guy. I'm like, oh, you must, like, think all these stereotypes. He's like, actually, every single Persian female that I've met has been a power player and super you know look at that times changing. are changing yeah times are changing i think like our parents time were like people who had just come from iran like they were still in that culture and now it's kind of like i'm an independent woman and i don't need no man but i'd like one there you go right <laughs> like you know i kind of want to like have a cute guy to like be cute with of course yeah. and so like update me on uh how cute you're feeling in terms of your <laughs> i don't know you know i just like having fun and i feel like on dates I normally am so in interview mode and I don't want to be like that so let's just go on it to have fun and see what happens because there's so much like pressure that I put on myself and the other goals that I have for myself like I want to have kids I want to like you know be a a not old mom I don't want to be pushing out a baby at 40 you know how old are you right now 30 oh my god okay babe what you have like what five years right I know and like but like five years ago I said I had five years you know what I mean so that just means you need to get faster at sifting okay sifting through the right and the wrong so what's your record like how do I do that like okay so I really like the questions that you like gave me last time okay like what are you looking questions yeah what are you looking for one was your last relationship mm-hmm. and um what's your like typical like what's ideal your day. day yeah mm-hmm. what other questions well, first tell I me ask? how has that helped you have you been using that I have but like I really don't know like when they tell me the timelines if they're not ready yet do you know what I mean like say the, like the last relationship okay thing. did you so did you ask about the last relationships yeah. okay so we did we talk about that in the last podcast too about asking them or is this a side combo me and you had? um 
I don't know. We're going to have to listen to that. I have to also like post that on this podcast too. So guys, stay tuned for that next week. Okay. I'm give you guys that three questions that you should ask because I think that one's really cool. I was listening to a podcast and he said to ask like this question, which is what's something that like someone wouldn't know about you? I love that. And then he said, after they answer that, say, now what's something someone really wouldn't know about you to Mm. go even deeper and like like keep going in there. I like that a lot. Isn't that cute? I think that's great. And I also think what's the biggest misconception about you? Oh, Oh, I like that one. You know what I'm this saying? Because cute. a lot of people are misinterpreted by how they come off in the beginning, a.k.a. it was amazing the first three months. <laughs> I'm su- He's super affectionate. He's super attentive. But you know what I'm saying? Sometimes people show you, well, they're really a workaholic past the honeymoon phase. Right. I don't mean it's how- like a downer, but, yeah. you know, or vice versa. They show you a certain side that they're super ambitious. And then yeah. all of a sudden, three months in, they stop. they stop. Yeah. Right. So I think it's really helpful because a lot of people when I dated had a big misconception about me that I'm like the strong, confident, I know exactly like what I want, which I I'm pretty close to that, mm-hmm. but I have my weak moments. And I, once I'm actually in love, I can be very insecure. Right, right. So, but the sad part is not a lot of people are that aware of themselves, nor are, do they have the ego strength to sit there and articulate it and say, yeah, you know what? That's me. Like I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with being insecure. So let me tell you, let me tell you the reasons why you shouldn't love me. But honestly, you know what I think a fun question is for real? <laughs> Tiffany, yeah, let's hear it. What's, what, what's a reason I shouldn't want to be with you? <gasps> Nobody is bold enough to oh my ask God. that or answer that. Tell me, try to convince me why I shouldn't want to be with you. Oh my God. Tell me your dark shit because that's what people break up over. But do you say that like... I just feel like, yeah. You're bold. If you say that, the guy will be like, who the hell is this girl? Oh, my God. And Nobody's ever asked me that. With me. I swear. Put a little mic But you know what's so great is that you do it in a playful way, which I see, like, sometimes when I'm on the date, I, like, get trapped into, like, interview face mode. You know why? Because you're acting like your mother. Okay. I don't even know your mom. My mom is so playful in the opposite of that. Really? She, like, will go up to a guy. Like, I've had, like, little brunches. You've been here. And, like, she'll go up to a guy and be like, oh, my God, you're so tall and handsome. Who are you? Like, oh, she's I just so that. bold and, like, like free. But I have a question. Behind the scenes, did she ever drill you about finding the right person? I mean, obviously, I think every mom does that. Like, okay. they want you to be with, like... The so right yeah, guy. she can be playful because my mom's the same way. Yeah. She'll like flirt with people half her age and yeah, just be fun. Exactly. When the st- like it's no stakes because they're not they're not looking for someone for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. But with with my mom, how serious she is about finding the person and having the the right life yeah. and happiness and all of this, she'll get into interview mode and she'll literally she used to drill me. So I'm just saying, really recognize whose voice is in your head. Right. Like, who is speaking to you yeah. when you're like, why do I become this serious? Yeah. Why don't you treat it as something light? Right. I know. So that's what I'm trying to do. I don't know, because it's like, I don't want to waste time with someone. And then like, ah, I love it. I, I understand. Know. Yeah. But I do. But you being serious. But now I try to seriously, on dates, I try to channel you. Like, Good. I'm like be playful, Tiffany. Like, be flirty. Be, um... I don't know. But it's not that serious. But the funny part is the more you want to get a serious answer from them, you have to ask them in a playful way. If somebody comes up to you and says, Tiffany, tell me now, tell me about all your dark secrets. (laughs) I want to know. 
You're going to be like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't want to share it with yeah. them. No way. And you're going to get more closed up. But if I'm like, I love, so by the way, like you seem like such a bubbly person, but you know what? Like everybody has their shit. Tell me about yours. I'll tell you about mine. Oh I want to know. You're so good at okay. this. I freaking freak out whenever you do it because it's like so good. Okay. But babe, because I'm genuinely, you know what it is? It's because I'm comfortable with my dirt. Yeah. No, no, no. Are you hearing me? I'm comfortable with my dirt. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of it. So I will literally disclose it to you in a fun way. Yeah. I'll say, well, I'm not a stage five clinger, but I'm stage six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what I'm in love, but don't That's worry. It only lasts so for a few months until cute, I'm safe. Though, the way you do it, like it just Doesn't like, it make you want to love me? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you try. Oh, I can't do it. Yes, you can. No, it's Tell me about, no, give okay. me an authentic piece of dirt on you uh, and be playful about it. But first be heavy. I want to hear your real dark shit. Oh, I think like, okay, how do I do this? How do I say this? I think like I always don't care about what the listeners are going to think of you. Go ahead. Oh my God. I know. No, I'm just saying, how do I phrase like this thought? Like if I, if the per, if the guy is smarter than me, I get really insecure about my like mm, you're like knowledge. knowledge and like everything he says I think like oh my god do I know the answer to this mm. to the point where like I trip myself up so you're not comfortable with the fact that someone may know more information yes. about certain topics than you and the reason you're not comfortable with that is because you interpret that as them being smarter than you aka better than you yeah. therefore you're not good enough and right. if you're not good enough you get nervous yeah that's like my biggest thing that's why like I I think sometimes I go after guys that like I know are not as smart as me because I'm the one who's like the teacher okay let me tell you one thing a you like to be in control (laughs) yes b dating is not a power game dating is not not a a competition it's looking for your compliment Hmm. so you need to literally absorb that like a sponge no, seriously, because you have this like Aries, like, yes, you're like feminine yeah. and cute and I love your outfits and they're girly. Oh you know what I mean? But maybe on a subconscious level, you're trying to one up the guy yeah, and dominate him. And instead of compliment them and tell them how smart they are and that, wow, you're inspiring me. I, I'm learning a thing or two. Uh, that's cute. See? Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? But you're comfortable with the fact that he's not better than you. Change yeah. the definition. Change the definition. He just knows more about a certain topic, but there are topics that you are well-versed in that he's not. Right. You know, so then I would segue and say, so now that you've shared everything that you're well-versed in with me, how yeah. about I enlighten you on some stuff? Yeah. Right? And you shared in a really, really playful way. Yeah. But the point is, you're making it an insecurity when it doesn't need to be right. because it's not a competition. You're looking for your compliment. So why don't you look at it as it's sexy that he knows a lot? Yeah. Fuck, that's hot. You can yeah. learn from that. Yeah. But Tiffany, there's a lot that you know. Right. Like what? What are you well-versed in? Go ahead. How about if I don't feel like I'm well-versed uh, in a lot? Or all my stuff are like superficial stuff. Like I think I'm well-versed in knowing all the fun places to go and activities to do in How LA. is that superficial if people are making millions off of that by by having travel blogs or blogs on like the hottest places because to go in LA? Because it's not like – it's not something that is changing history. Well, it's changing people's joy level. It's making yeah. their stomachs happy. You're helping in some capacity. Right. But maybe there's something bigger I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm hearing this need to really make a change. Right. 
Yeah. And I feel like I'm not doing that. So maybe that's part of what you need to look at, but it doesn't mean you're less than a person than, right. than them. It just means that there's a part of you that you've suppressed that you're not looking at because you don't want to get in touch with it. Yeah. Because you're afraid, but maybe that's what you need to feed more. And maybe your confidence, your core confidence mm-hmm. will build. Yeah. I think maybe that's what it is. I feel like I'm going on these dates and I just feel like I'm not where I want to be yet. But that's because you're not listening to your authentic self. Your authentic self is telling me on this freaking podcast that you want to be making a bigger change. Yeah. So go to a freaking animal shelter one day a week. No, seriously. You know what real core confidence and self-value comes from? I tell my life coaching clients this all the Mm -hmm. time. It comes from knowing you're a good person. Mm -hmm. As cheesy and simplistic as it sounds, it comes from knowing that you're a person who gives back and makes a difference, even if it's small as hell. Mm -hmm. So when you're raising children and they're like, mommy, I don't feel confident. You look at them and you don't say, that's right, son, go score 10 more goals and then you'll feel confident. I mean, if you want to build their confidence on a surface external validation level, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's going to help, so true. but yeah. it's, it's making them need that external for the confidence. But if you say, you know what, sweetheart, you're such a good person that you want to be a loyal friend that you always want to look out for your friend's best interests. Mm-hmm. That is a gold that you carry and nobody can replicate. That's yeah. something no one can take away from you. Yeah, People can take away your goals. Yeah. I was literally t- just reading a quote about this. So go out there and be a good fucking person. I am a good person. Okay. So show it because there's a part of you that feels like you're not engaging in that. So yeah. you know what? I'm going to give you a little task. I'm going to tell everybody to do this on the podcast. Everyone do this. Okay. Together. I want you guys to go random day. I want you to take three envelopes or if you're too lazy and don't want to, don't take the envelopes. Mm-hmm. I want you to take $3 bills and just randomly place it on car windshields. That's it. I want you to see how it feels before you do it. What are your judgments towards it? And I want you to see how you feel about yourself Mm. and your self-value after you do it. I want you guys to do something for someone that can't help you in any way. You're just giving back and see what it feels like. And then I'll have a fun little assignment for the next one. Oh my God. You know what I mean? How did you come up with this one? Just random. Have you done it? I've done it myself. And what do you, how do you feel? I feel like I make a difference. Mm -hmm. Even if it's small, I feel like, First, people are going to approach the windshield and be like, is this some sort of trick? It's probably fake because why would someone just give me money for no reason? Yeah. And then that indicates what a sad society we live in, that people always want to give if they are going to receive mm. versus like paying it forward and keep the flow going. Yeah. Love, right. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, I'm like, I'm picture the look on the person's face like, oh, wow, that's so sweet. It's not fake. Yeah. And it makes me want to. So do you watch? Like, ha- no, you- I don't. But I picture it. Yeah. And then I did this other fun assignment where I randomly paid for somebody's drink at Starbucks mm-hmm. and I didn't let them know it was me and, yeah. and I walked away, but I kind of, you yeah. know, stood there to watch and they were so touched that they actually offered to pay for the next person. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, internally, I felt like a worthy person. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And if you took me on a date that night versus a night where yeah. I didn't do that in the same day, yeah. I wouldn't have had the same confidence. But my confidence came from knowing I'm a giving person. I know it sounds like a small assignment, but yeah. it's really indicative of something bigger, of your self-worth. Yeah. So maybe start doing things for people who can't really do much for you. I love that. And see how it feels starting from a dollar on a windshield. Yeah. Okay. We're going to try. I like okay. like quick, tangible steps to like Good. trying things. Yeah. I think like just talking through this, I think that I... 
I'm just not like as comfortable with myself as I'd like to be. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? You're not comfortable with your strengths. Yeah. Maybe because you rate them as superficial, but I don't think that it's, I mean, okay, even let's say even if it was judged as superficial, it's still important. There's mm-hmm. still a value on it. Right. People still want to know about the hottest restaurants mm-hmm. and where they want to go. Shit, I care. Yeah. You know, and I'm a yeah. very like deep person. Mm-hmm. And so are you. Yeah. So you know, maybe there's a part of you that hasn't accepted that. Right. I think it's like also culturally, like we're raised in like these ideas that like the traditional jobs, like doctor, lawyer, you know, engineer, am I missing one? Are like the, <laughs> are the ones to like no. be in those are like the high quality things. So even like with my job, I'm like, oh, I'm like whatever i'm not like you're not adding value to society it's not like like i didn't um i guess like it mine is more relationship based versus like like study being studious academic academic but it's so funny because if you think back to it all the persians that tell you to go become a doctor a lawyer or um, an engineer mm-hmm. is because and this is what they say they want you to attract a good mate right and you're more attractive um, in their eyes, if you're more academically accomplished. So yeah. ironically, it's for the same purpose of relationship, isn't it? Wow. I never even thought of it that way. It's all I to think... make yourself more appealing to the opposite sex. Wow. So if it's really for that really? case, you actually... I think it's like educate, like I feel like Persian people really put so much into education. Why though? Because they tell you it's going to make you a, a, a hotter candidate for someone else and it's <laughs> going to bring in money so yeah. you don't have to worry about raising your family. Yeah. But if you're good at what you do, the money is there. Mm-hmm. And if you're confident about, you know, your your work yeah. and you love it, yeah. then you're attractive because yeah. you believe in it. I know. It's all about how you present oh shit. God, Everything is like, marketing anyway. I know. You're so good at it. I'm telling you. Know, you know, surprisingly, like for someone who works in it, you would think I would be better at marketing myself. But I feel like on dates, I just become like this like nervous 16 year old who I'm like ah I need help it's because you don't believe in your value yeah but the thing is you're like the biggest delight to be around oh my god you're so fun you run this podcast like an OG oh my god stop seriously you're like a total boss girl you you. know what I mean and Mm -hmm. you're you're so full of light and love and Every time I'm around you, Tiff, I feel good. I can't be depressed around you. Even if I'm going through the heaviest, darkest shit, and I'm sorry, but, ooh, Ooh. (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, but the most important thing about being around someone is how they make you feel. Is how they make you feel. Not what they tell you. It's how they make you feel. Yeah, that's true. I always tell all my friends, I'm like, Tiff is a delight. I want to go to her Friendsgiving. I want to go to her. I can't wait to go to your spiced, you know, freaking spiked sangria. Lunch all of my events are the same i was like yeah i do that at every event you know but you're <laughs> but like, yeah you're a light do you oh, know how much you. heaviness comes with academia yeah it's really really heavy and dense right. but to be around someone that's light and focuses on the other side because life is full of light and dark yeah the contrast and the dualities of the world people want to feel light and good why do you think all the money goes to entertainment yeah that's true i just sometimes get like nervous that like i'm not educated enough yeah but you're entertaining enough (laughs) shit sometimes that's more important people want to feel happy more than they want to feel educated right that's true no seriously sink like sink that in yeah 
I'm letting it sink in. People want to feel happy over educated. Yeah. Honestly, they do. That's true. Ignorance is bliss. Thank you. (laughs) So let's stay on the superficial topics a little bit. Shit. Okay. You know? Yeah. And not be afraid of that. Yeah. I don't want to be afraid of it. I I don't know. I don't know where this, like, and it's a new thing that's, like, popped up. And I think it's because, like, I'm going out with people who – are different kind of smart than me mm-hmm. and i and you know before, different kind of smart i love that you said yeah that. Like, not smarter different yeah different kind of smart and i'm used to like knowing more so when i don't like i like i love being the one who like teaches people so do you though has that really served you though in relationship I don't think no, that serves it hasn't you. served me in relationships. It's so if you, it's an me. ego boost. Yeah. But it doesn't actually help you. No. So stop telling yourself that you like it. Yeah. Because you don't like something that doesn't bring you what you want in that. Right. You actually want to learn from your partner so you keep growing together. Yeah. But I'm, I guess like I'm afraid of saying that I don't know the answer. That's cute. And super masculine men actually like to be the one who teaches yeah fyi oh my god is that true so yeah no seriously and and i'm not saying be the stupid one no right but if if you because i have a fear or i have a feeling that you fear coming off ditzy yeah i get that so because you know because when i'm bubbly like i think people associate that with also not being smart that's not no that's your other misconception which is why you come off super serious Mm -hmm. With the ones that you think are real candidates. Yes, I do that. See? She knows me. See? She knows what I do on date. But but bubbly doesn't equal ditzy. Who right. told you that? Who Someone told you told that? Me that I'm bubbly. Do you think I'm ditzy? No, but you're a different kind of bubbly. You're like, I don't know how to explain it. Like solid foundation. No, no, no. I'm just confident in my yeah. bubbliness. Yeah. And I know it doesn't mean ditzy. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you approach someone on a date and they're sharing stuff with you, I want you to actually engage in opposite action and be like, oh my God, that's so fascinating. Yeah. You are so intriguing. Can you please teach me more? Can yeah. I? No guy is not going to want to date you for stroking his ego and making him feel good about himself and his knowledge. Excuse me. And your own oh, issue of not feeling good enough is your own problem. Has nothing to do with him. Uh so true right so then you make fun of it and make yourself feel good about it in a very very charming way and saying well since you've taught me a lot i want to share with you a little bit about my passions it may not be on the academic realm yeah you know but tell me what you think about this or have you ever heard of that of this restaurant it's amazing and i'll tell you why i love it yeah the ambiance this that that's you can cute. open up as long yeah, as you believe right. in it because you know what? Somebody heavy and academic and who knows a lot of deep shit wants lightness right. to compliment. Do you think? There's only one way to know. So I think for me, I just need to know how to get out of my head when I'm in that situation. Like, let's say he says something and I don't know the answer. Like, wait. I think people can like see it all over my wait, face. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So what do you mean by he says something and don't and you don't know the answer? What like he asks you questions directly about the information he's sharing with you? Yeah. Okay. Um, so give me an example. Give me an example of one time where Okay. 
Because um, I don't know jack about politics. And when people talk about that, I used to. Yeah. Think. So, for instance, like, I went on a date where someone was talking about, like, all the, like, different Democratic candidates. Like, not the popular ones, but, like, the ones that are kind of just, like, floaters. And, like, saying specific things about their policies. And, like, oh, what do you think about this, like, D-list candidate, you know? And I had no idea. So okay. Like, so, what did you immediately feel about yourself? So, I said, like, oh, my God, I'm not educated. Like, I need to know every single candidate that's running. Like, this is so embarrassing. Oh my God, if he you probably were to, thinks I'm so stupid. If you that. were to talk to me like that and I came to you and I said I didn't know about the candidate, I would call you like a mean girl. I'd be like, what do you mean I'm not educated? What do you, I, I would feel so hurt. I'd be like, why are you talking to me like that? Yeah. Okay, so number one, it doesn't mean you're not educated. So the steps that you're asking for is redefining your definition. Mm-hmm. Number one, you need to redefine your definition. Right. So, if he says something about candidates and politics, I don't know shit about that either. Right. Mm-hmm. And when they talk about it, you know, what's funny, instead of me thinking I'm not educated, you know what I think in my head? I'm what? like, Oh God, I'm like, here we go again. Someone else like finding interest in something that I find so mundane. Yeah. I actually, and this is, maybe it's a little bit arrogant of me yeah. inside, but I don't internalize it as me being stupid. Mm-hmm. I internalize it as why don't people really matter about some, some people are going to hate me for saying this, yeah. but why don't people care about real shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I believe that politics is something I can't really, I have limited control over and I'd mm-hmm. rather put my energy in something else. But that's my own arrogance, right? Mm-hmm. So then in my mind, I reframe and I say, you know what? I really like this person. And I actually, maybe it's good for me to learn about this. Yeah. So I redefine it. So instead of being arrogant or instead of internalizing it the way you do, mm-hmm. so redefine, me. right? Okay. You're so cute. Um, I would tell yourself, okay, well, I really like this guy. And I think since I don't know about politics, why don't I take this as an opportunity to learn? Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to think someone is stupid for asking questions and not knowing about a topic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were raised with a mom who said, don't ask your teacher questions when you don't know something because you look stupid. But my mom used to tell me, you don't know an answer. You better ask. Mm-hmm. I don't care because there's 10 other people mm-hmm. in the room who don't know the answer to. They're just too pussy to ask. Yeah. Okay. So you redefine it in your mind and you say, okay, I don't know about this and that's okay. So why don't I act interested? Because I really, maybe instead of hating something that I don't understand, why don't I try to know it right. and learn it? Because if I like this guy, I want to learn what he likes a little oh, bit. True. Okay. Yeah. So then I'd say, okay, so I'm going to share something with you, Jake. We're just naming him Jake. Yeah. I like that name. Okay. Jake, honestly, I've always had some sort of intrigue around politics, Mm -hmm. but I never really took the time Mm -hmm. to learn more about it. And you seem so well versed. Mm -hmm. Can you educate me a bit? Why don't you teach me? I mean, you, you're, and then number two, you're being honest in a very confident way. Mm -hmm. You're still saying that you've had some interest in it because let's be honest, the reason you probably didn't have interest in it is out of fear that you're stupid Mm -hmm. or that you're not educated and there's no point in trying. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to judge what they don't understand. Right. Okay. And then you compliment him by saying, you're so smart and you're so well versed in this. Can you teach me? Can you be the man and show me something I don't know? Mm. <laughs> That's so fucking hot. Yeah. And the fact that you're so confident about the fact that you never took time, not that you don't know. Right. You don't say, I don't know much about it. <laughs> That's ditzy. That co- I don't know. <laughs> That's going to sound ditzy, yeah. but I never took the time to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. But you're so knowledgeable. Can you share with me? What does this mean? What is the meaning of democratic 
versus Republican? What are D-lists and this? Yeah. Share with me. Yeah. If you act super interested, he's not going to focus on the fact that you don't know much about it. He's going right. to be like, damn, this girl is hungry for knowledge. And the effort is sexy. Yeah. The I effort like is always sexier than what you actually know. Oh, my God. I needed this session because I feel like... Look at your phone even agrees. It's oh, agreed yeah, twice yeah. now. That's, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, Tiffany, be confident. That's um, it. So you redefine and then you yeah. ask in a really intrigued way after you've complimented him. So redefine, compliment, intriguingly ask. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. Right. And then you get the guy talking about himself the whole night, which, by the way, gives you more information about him. So helps you to assess if this is the right person for you. Right. Nobody's ever going to not want to talk about themselves. Right. The more opportunity you give them to talk about themselves, the more they're actually going to say, wow, this person loves to learn about me. I feel so important. Yeah. See? I like that. There you go. Does that answer it? Yeah, that answer is it. I guess, like, also, I really don't know what to, like, ask people. Everyone gives you information. You just have to look for key nouns and words. Okay. Everyone tells you. They don't realize that they're telling you stuff to ask about. Mm -hmm. Give me a typical conversation that, that happens on a date with you that you're like, I don't know what to ask. I don't know. I think we get to the point where I feel like we've exhausted everything. And I'm like, now where do we go? I know that that's a general or that's an overgeneralization. Yeah. That's really easy for people to reach. But there's always keywords and hints as to where you can ask more. Yeah. Even if a guy talks about, talk about superficial, about their car. Mm -hmm. So if they say, yeah, so, you know, I just, I love driving manual more than I like automatic, whatever. And then you say, oh, how does a manual car work? Mm -hmm. You ask about, you, you listen to the noun for the keyword manual car, a car. How does it work? Oh, it works like this. They could talk about it for 10 minutes. Yeah. That so might seem boring. So okay? like keep probing. Keep probing and then say, oh, you know what? And then share a story about it, mm -hmm. right? And be like, you know, I remember my dad actually, he shared that he used to have a stick shift car back in the day, like before automatic was a thing. Mm -hmm. And then that gives him a chance to say, oh, your dad. So tell me about your dad. What does your dad do? Mm -hmm. And then you say, oh, my dad does this. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, There's like always a noun. guide them. Yeah. There's always something to talk about because guess what? In every sentence, there is a noun. Right. There's a noun in every sentence. So pick out the, so I'm hearing, pick out the noun. Okay, pick out the it. noun. This beer is so good. There's your noun. Okay. Oh, beer. Do you yeah. like beer? Do you like beer over wine? What's your favorite drink? Have you ever heard of craft beer? You're so good at this. I need you, like, you need to literally be in people's ears on dates. I'm like, telling you, happens. because there is a noun in every sentence. You just pick that noun and ask, tell me noun. more about it. Just say, tell yeah. me more about that. Tell me more about that. But yeah. not a, tell me more about that. More like, ooh, like it's the most fascinating thing. Like a kid. Yeah. You know how kids, you give them like a piece of Lego and they're like, ah. They look at it as if it's like freaking diamond. Yeah. For, a, you know, a woman who wants to get married. Whatever. Right. Stupid analogy. But do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like hiding the experience. Yeah. Over magnify yeah. it. You know mm -hmm. why? Because it is a beautiful experience learning yeah. about someone. They're showing you their vulnerability. And what's more beautiful than that? Oh Even God. if it is about a janky little noun a mm. car or a beer right. those are all, all superficial things that people like to talk about that you know why right. because it's always linked to a sentimental story mm -hmm. most of the time right my dad's first car stick shift mm -hmm. right his dad passed it down to him there you go sentiment yeah beer the first time i remember the first time i ever tried a beer my dad said if you're gonna get drunk with anyone 
I want you to, <laughs> I want it to be with me. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? There's yeah. always a story behind everything. People love stories. They do love stories. Okay. Maybe I like this. I feel like this is giving me tangible steps for yeah. the next thing I go. Be an on. interesting storyteller. Okay. Life is a story. Your experiences, story. your memories are a story. Yeah. I love this. Okay. So I think like, let's break it down. Like everything we need to do. Okay. One is the dollar bill test. Yes. Like, go put a dollar bill on three cars and see how that makes you feel. It's like yeah. build that core confidence. Like, yeah. That's a tool for that. Okay. Two on dates, like find the noun. Yes. Probe them. Yeah. Probe them for more. And yeah. remember that everybody loves talking about themselves. So you can't yeah. go wrong. And if you ever feel like you don't know something, then show that you're interested in them teaching you. But compliment about them about knowing so much about it. Yeah. And saying, wow, you seem to be so well versed in this. I would love to learn more from you because I never got the time. Mm-hmm. As if your time is also very, very precious and you yeah. are equal in importance. I never got the time to research that. Yeah. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Versus, okay. I don't know. Then that yeah. means there's something wrong with you? Absolutely not. No. Ah. I love this. Okay. I'm excited to like go conquer my future dates. I I wish my dates knew how lucky they were that I freaking got this crash course I'm so I could you. show up as a better date for them. There you go. And you know, you can even, even if you're judging yourself internally, you yeah. can even say, you know, excuse me a moment. I don't mean to sound ditzy, but I just never got the time to yeah. research this more. Tell me. Yeah. So you can even call it out. Call yeah. it out. Yeah. Put it on the table. Oh, you yeah. become more comfortable. Yeah. I think I just need to be more comfortable and own, like, who I am. Yeah. And, like, the value that I have. And hang out with me more. Yeah. I really do think I need to. Whenever <laughs> I hang out with you, I'm like, ah, oh, she makes everything seem so effortless and easy and, like, you're gliding through life. Because I'm not afraid of what people think. Yeah. And because I know that. It's not about being perfect. It's about being who I am so authentically that when you are that way, you will attract your right partner and your right friends. It's not about winning everyone. You don't want to win everybody. Then you'd have a problem. That means you'd have no personality. You actually want to filter a lot because the person that's meant for you is going to be pretty damn custom tailored. That's true. Love that. Well, that's a great place to end. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. I'm going to post the other episode too, where we go through the three questions that you should ask on a first date to kind of like see if that's the right match for you. But ah, I'm so excited. Now I'm excited to go date. I'm excited to like use these tools. But be more excited to grace other people with the genuinity of who you are, whether you know about topics or you don't. Yeah. Let them be excited about sharing more. Yeah. People are there to talk and express, not there to be like, so what's next? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Love it. Okay. Bye guys. Bye guys. Nice meeting you all. If you like what you heard, make sure to go and give us five stars, rate and review us. Tell us what you think. Go on to our Instagram at life and limbo land and Facebook and make sure you give us a comment. Tell us what you thought of London being our new co-host. I take constructive criticism well, so don't be scared. Love it. <laughs> Bye guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.